so you decided to read my blog or listen to it because you're too lazy to actually go online and read it but that's okay that's cool this podcast is for you sit back enjoy listen to my voice and have a good time (laughs) so why did I start one well firstly this summer has been so long and your girl needed something to do but secondly it's an opportunity to share what I feel and how I'm navigating the world it might seem like that's none of your business but you know you're finna read it anyways plus maybe one of you will resonate with what I have to say or maybe I just need an outlet and by me pouring out on this Acer laptop you both feel some sense of liberation now I have no idea how this is gonna go or who's gonna read it if I'm being listened to right now if I'm even gonna commit and follow through but I do know that right here in this moment it feels right so hi let me actually introduce myself I'm Felicia Grace a Congolese girl from West London I have four dimples a gap tooth an incredible sense of smell it's a blessing and a curse mate I have two younger siblings which makes me mum 2.0 you know I honestly believe that their eldest daughter should have a national holiday because we be be the backbone of the household okay we be doing the most my hobbies include reading dancing writing and staring at my ceiling thinking deep philosophical thoughts at 3am in the morning my best ideas like to disturb me in the middle of the night so sleep is an actual myth for most of the time i've always been outspoken but the older i get the more i realize that that's just a defense mechanism I'm more myself when I'm sitting alone with a hot chocolate and my thoughts. Have one right now, actually. Staring into the souls of whoever walks by, but not in a creepy, sociopathic kind of way. I just like to observe humans and how we act when we think no one's watching. Because that's when we're truly ourselves. There's no facade, no pretend. Just a bunch of civilians in their natural habitat. In their natural state of self. It's quite a beautiful thing if you really think about it. Notice I haven't disclosed my age. It's not an attempt to be cool. Don't worry, I'm not on that kind of wavelength. I just find that when people learn my age, they automatically start to define who I am. Well, the same goes for my race, my gender, my socioeconomic background. And I know I can't control how other people choose to see me, but I feel like I can limit the criteria from which they make that decision, no? Therefore, I refrain to tell people my age. Some may see it as extra, but I see it as a personal choice and a chance to increase opportunity. See, age just dictates so many things. Society uses age as a way to label and characterise individuals. It also limits or overcompensates the amount of respect and value given to people. What do I mean by this? Well, My wisdom shouldn't be measured by the number of years I have been alive for. Instead, it should be measured by the amount of knowledge I've been able to acquire in those number of years. She's too young, they say. Or the sudden feeling of entitlement causes them to make comments about how mature or immature I am. (laughs) The ignorance makes me feel physically sick. You know, I believe that anyone can do anything they put their mind to. But this is not in terms of success alone. 
Self-destruction is also a thing you can achieve if you put your mind to it. I found that out the hard way. (laughs) But every experience is a blessing if you choose to see the lesson from it. For me, I'm still in the learning process. I know that the thoughts I think will manifest themselves, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm filtering them. I'm an open door with no bouncer. Anything and everything swarm their way in. Once inside, they get comfortable, have a few drinks, make their way to the dance floor, moving their bodies to the beat of my temples. My mind has become an underground club at this point and the thoughts inside them are out of control. Intoxicated, they jump on tables, run round in circles, find hidden corners to get intimate with one another, mayhem. But if there was a bouncer, or if the bouncer had paid attention, if the guests that wanted to enter the club were filtered, checked, monitored, maybe the outcome would have been different. Or maybe it would be the same. But isn't that up to me to decide? Why can't I just monitor what I allow into my head? Or is the force of the thought more powerful than the ability to control it? By the time I realise what's entered, it's become too destructive to filter. I think I'm going to end it here for today. It's a bit deep for a first blog, isn't it? For those of you still here, maybe you're a close friend of mine and you're showing support, or maybe you accidentally clicked the link up on my Twitter page and was too lazy to go back. But whatever the case, I appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to read my unpopular opinions. Until next time, Felicia Grace.